0: Welcome to The Creature Cast, the official console Creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, and I'll be one of your hosts for this journey into all things video games. It's my pleasure to say hello once again to my fellow writers and podcasters. First up this week,
1: Bobby, how are you, man? I am fantastic. Um, I just have a quick little bit of, um, I guess, an editor's note that we need to start with today. And for court... Guys, you know what I'm gonna say right.
2: <laughs> I I honestly don't.
1: Oh, you don't know? Well, that's because you don't have taste either. Because you guys are <laughs> big haters of the most Canadian thing in the world, and that is pineapple pie. Pizza pineapple. pie, not pizza pie, specifically. Pizza, pizza pie. yeah. <laughs> but also, you also like pecan pie, which I I want to talk. Oh, I just want to bring this up because you guys have been harassing me all week and, on Twitter. And, and court just, this week, though, right? court. just this <laughs> week, though, right? Just this week. He's been harassing me. He's, he's been asking questions on on the Xbox Drive about me. Uh, saying, I, I, I "You know, it's just it's been a, it's been a harassment campaign." I feel like I'm getting my name smeared. Guys, this is a war now. We're this is like a Splatoon level event where it's Team Pecan or Team Pizza specifically, or Team Pecan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. guys. There's a lot of slander going on. I want everyone listening to go to his account and just nah, drop a GIF nah. of a pineapple pizza pie. Nah,
2: no, see that—that's harassment. I won't—I won't stand for that from my good friend Court. Uh, you know he—he's on the right side of history. We already talked about this online, and I'm—I'm going to chime in here. Pineapple pizza is an abomination. It's—it's it's gross. It shouldn't even be. It should be eradicated from Canadian history. That's how bad it is. And uh, Sam, whoever the fuck that created it. Put him in jail. I don't care.
1: He's like, Ooh, he he harsh. means nothing to me. He means nothing <laughs> to me. De- he's actually dead. So, like, oh, really, just, you know
2: why? Because uh, he knew I would come and find him and suplex him into the concrete.
1: Into a pineapple. Suplex him into a pineapple. Poor old man <laughs> just did nothing but create a sweet and salty pizza pie. Is no, being he, Now, my, my create, question,
0: Steve,
2: is yes. do you like pineapples separately? Yes, I do. do. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it,
0: it's it, just on pizza. that's part of it,
2: right? Yeah, because there are so many better ingredients to put on your pizza. Why would you? Why would well, you? Why, why, to the bottom? Would,
1: but then you're just you're thinking outside. You're not thinking outside the box. Like you can have more than one pizza pie at the time. You can have a pineapple pie and you can have a deluxe pie. I could have unlimited <laughs> pizza
2: in front of me, and I still wouldn't. I, I still wouldn't put a slice of pineapple pizza in my tummy because that's how. Wow. That's wow. How yeah,
0: I. I, I don't. I personally don't hate it, but I don't like it either. I am not going to, I'm not going to go and grab, like if I had a choice between some slightly baked bread with some slight oil and sauce or garlic and oil on it, or, you know, some sort of like focaccia bread or, and then there was a,
1: what, yeah, that's right? the best, like, that's, that's, that's that's what I would want. What? But Like if uh, I had to get people, a traditional pizza, it would be a pineapple pizza. Oof. Canadian far from tradition. traditional oh that's wild brutal. that's ridiculous. wild brutal. to me brutal i don't so know i don't know hey i feel like i feel like this is just a topic that we're gonna never ever agree on so i'm just gonna keep no. saying it just drop <laughs> pineapple gifs on their twitter <laughs> accounts i will i will personally be there with you to do it Every day,
0: (laughs) every single day. I will say one of the reasons why I never got into it in the first place when I was younger, I used to be allergic to pineapple. You know how sometimes you can kind of get out of sort of 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 mild allergies and stuff. Now I can eat pineapple like in small amounts or whatever. But at the time it was like it was never an option, even just on a fruit plate or whatever. So Hmm. uh, I think I never Hmm. developed the taste for it as part of it. It's a little bit of a cop out or excuse, but also i don't really like it i mean you're not
2: missing anything (laughs) Uh, apparently no you're missing out
1: on a lot Oh, apparently yeah (laughs)
2: yeah you're missing out on a lot a lot a lot of (laughs) pizza
0: a lot of pizza goodness i like my pizza so it's all good actually the plan this weekend is for us to make a nice homemade pizza Mm -hmm. probably more traditional and less pineapple but um but the, the way God intended this weekend, I, the way the way the God, the pizza God intended pizza um, gods, yeah. or at least the non-Canadian pizza God intended. Um, OK, so uh, let's get into some of the games we've been playing. Let's talk about a couple of things. We have a, a slew of, of new things to talk about, as well as some not so great news from the uh, gaming media world. Uh, we'll talk about the fact that Waypoint is no more. That just sort of dropped uh, as of this afternoon of this recording. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. But we'll get to the good news first, or at least I hope so. Let's talk about some games. Um you guys both been playing uh the new Horizon DLC. Uh because you guys have both been playing it, I want to hear what you thought, what you guys think. Um Steve, let's let's start with you.
2: Yeah, sure. So, uh yeah, Horizon uh, Forbidden West the Burning Shores DLC came out uh roughly last week uh from when we we're recording this. I've gone through, played it all uh to completion, did most of the side stuff as well. I, I went through and actually I'm thinking about, it. I think I got most of the, the trophies, the, the additive trophies there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just top level. I, I, I really dug this. Uh. Obviously this is a DLC that was made, uh, tailor made for the PlayStation five. So it does suck to a certain extent, you know, that a large amount of people who bought the game on PlayStation four just don't get this little piece of uh, content uh, because I think in contrast to uh, Frozen Wilds, which was the DLC for uh, Zero Dawn, I think this is actually a must-play piece of content, which is something I don't really Ooh. say a whole lot of, about for, yeah, for specifically like DLC. I think a lot of you know story-made DLC is kind of you know tossed in there. It's kind of just additive. It doesn't necessarily like nice fill filler much. Yeah, it's it's a filler piece of content that you can you know dive back into one of your favorite games and kind of just re-explore it. But I, I really do feel like this not only pushes the story forward, but it also enhances, I think, one of the main things that... I love Horizon, uh, and, but I can, I can totally see why people kind of say, oh, Aloy's kind of just not not a bad character by any means i think Aloy's is great but i think that just depending on who she's able to bounce off of some people will say oh she comes across as like a little you know Stonewallish or a little stale and so it's like a little you know abrasive in, in some ways and i totally see that depending on who she's interacting with in this i think she has she exemplifies the best personality i think that she yep. shines next to uh the new character i don't want to go too much into the, the story itself because it's it's shorter probably about like 10 hours or something but i think that the story is very punchy uh when once you get there and i think aloy is just at her best personality wise and character wise in this game um i mean unfortunately i've seen a lot of people kind of go through and be like uh a major part of the story has already been ruined because kotaku was just fragrantly posting about it and if you want if yep I I I highly recommend people just just avoid the the Kotaku feed right now because they are unabashedly kind of just really one of the Jeez. coolest moments I think of this piece of DLC. Um, oh
0: man, thank God I've missed that so far. Then yeah, because <laughs> I have I, I, dozens of hours still to play in the original game before I get to this. Exactly, so.
2: <laughs> and one of, one of the main things about this is that you can't play it until you're done. The the main yeah, story, yeah. So like, I, it is very much hey, you roll that's credits. And this is setting up this kind of like interstitial between two. And then, you know, now and that we know a third game is in the works, uh, mm-hmm. we'll kind of confirm that this week. Um, this is very much that that kind of like tie in thing. Um, so, yeah, you have to beat the game. Uh, launch into this new piece of DLC. Go over to to LA, and for me, it was one of those funny things. Dave, you're you're in such a good place because I, I highly doubt you're gonna you're run into this issue. But I'm assuming Bobby ran into a, the similar issue as me. You jump in, and you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know the controls. I don't know how to call this. I don't know how to go I, yes. through the menus. I got I got, like, got
1: body. I got bodied by oh some machines right away. And they're <laughs> like they're like just like. I was cannon fodder to them. Like I showed up and they fucking shut me down. I was like, they're yeah. like nope, you're not doing you're, this. You're a joke kid.
2: <laughs> Sit down. Honestly. Like I, I, you know, you get the, you get the, the quest from Silas. He's like, you got to go to LA. I was like, cool. I'm Hollywood bound. And you, you know, you, you go through this like six cinematic, you end up in the, in the ground and you're like, okay, I'm going to take over the, you know, take on these, uh, di- robot dinos. And then all of a sudden I'm just getting dummied, just dummied. I was like, oh man it." You know, you know, people say like, you know, it's like riding a bike. This game is not riding a bike whatsoever. You have to like meticulously go back through and kind of, but you know what? It does a good job. Like once you get back into it, I'm just reminded by, oh my God, this game just feels so good. It's it's an incredible game. Yeah.
0: Right. Honestly, even starting this, uh, when I, when I purchased it months ago and I have not gone back to it enough times, but. Even when I first started and you have like very little abilities and items and the whole how the, yeah, how the weapon more. wheel works and everything. And yes, there's more going on in this game than there was in the first. But even just that, just not having the muscle memory from playing the first game like two years, three years prior it was like, uh, and then now this when you load this up, you're fully loaded now from what you were when you finished the the original game. Right. So it's right. just like there's there's almost more going on it that that's not a problem for just this game. That's that's can happen with a lot of games that have DLC like this that have like you know lots of weapons, lots of items, abilities, things like that. So it's not exclusive to this. But um, is is there any sort of like way that it it sort of eases you back in, or is it more like hey, it's it's just go and that's it? It sounds sounds like it's just go. Cause you guys both got your ass kicked for the first few minutes.
1: <laughs> but there are like I mean basic stuff. It's just like you know it's just very. I don't know entry entry level like tutorial not even tutorials just like you know how you like load the screen and it's got like the message that's pretty much all I remember. I Is mean, it? Yeah, okay. I didn't experience any else. I mean, Steve, maybe I missed it because like I, I unfortunately I'm one of those people who does three things at once. So like I'm trying to play a game <laughs> while either listening to something. So I might have missed it, but like I didn't see anything. No, you're, the you're new stuff they definitely right. showed you, like the new weapons and stuff. Like for sure, like you're like, hey, here's your new stuff. Go play with it. Sure, but like sure. The old stuff, I don't think it was anything like that. I didn't notice anything. At least, I, no. I guess that's
0: understandable. It's not really meant to be the beginning of a new game. It's literally the continuation. Like you said, you can only get to it if you've completed the 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 story of the initial one. So, um, yeah. yeah so, but overall, like gameplay wise, obviously it's the same systems and everything. But yeah, but there's new weapons similar. and and items and stuff. Or what's the sort of like without spoiling things yeah a couple new
2: new weapons one i i adore actually i think it's really cool um but it's a lot of new systems and again i don't want to spoil something from forbidden west but a large bulk of this game is kind of just giving you more time with something you have you get at like towards the end of the for- uh, uh forbidden west uh and but, i yeah. think a lot of players kind of had that similar complaint of like oh you gave us something and then kind of credits just rolled right after this game yeah, is just i think like, i have a okay, feeling
0: what you're talking about yeah
2: it's not a spoiler it's in the trailers and everything i feel like if you if you don't know what it is at this point keep it's it that way maybe exactly it was leading up to it.
1: inevitably mean, we all knew it was going to lead to this this whole thing but like i mean yeah. it, it it ended up being pretty cool i mean Maybe the hype was a little bit overbearing because it ended up not being. Yeah, it it was. It's. I think it's a good first try and what they're doing to push the hardware. So I mean, it was cool. Just it could. I'm sure the next iteration will probably be better. But like, it was definitely cool. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That's without saying anything. It's just yeah, you have to like be there to try it right
2: yeah right um and then obviously the big thing that they were uh, gorilla was talking about was the reason why this game couldn't run on playstation 4 is because there's a specific boss battle um that again is teased in the trailer if you don't know about it keep it that way because it is a honestly one of the coolest video game spectacles i think uh, where nice. this whole time I, I'm, I'm going through it, i'm like this is the decima engine i want more games running on the decima engine this is just one of the coolest video game moments i think i've experienced uh in this current generation i'm like this this is playstation delivering us like a new this is them
1: firing on all cylinders this is basically like hey this is what we're here to do and we're good at it but i think yeah i think the two big things the takeaways were this battle wasn't about the final boss battle was definitely cool and like the cloud geometry was freaking cool like that was Mm. like that was microsoft um flight simulator levels of like cloud like it looks so good nice i I can see why that wouldn't work on playstation i know it's 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 kind of like a a vapid reason but like being there and playing it's like okay i can kind of see why they're trying to push this because like it is cool yeah but yeah i mean ultimately the cool thing is the new powers like i the new valor surges are cool. A couple of the new abilities, are, I like them. Like, I mean, they're not really spoilers, but like, they 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 give Aloy just enough of a, a leverage against like the new environment. Like, it's cool. I'm glad they they were adding it.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something like I I gotta now, now you know I should have gone back to this before, and now it's just it's too late. You know, nah, it's Star Wars is on, you. It, Star Wars is loaded on my PS5. By the time I finish that, even if I don't play tears of the kingdom right away it's next and then once that comes around it's diablo it's just like ah. and the and none of the none of those games are are small you know it's like what am i supposed to do i'll get to this eventually it's honestly it's probably gonna end up being like the like the first one where i i bought it i think like a year after it came out i played it through it was fine but then the dlc i didn't get to until like a year after that came out so it was like another you know so i might do something like that but it sounds really great. I mean, you guys make it sound like it's a damn good time and and like you said, I think you were saying Steve, it's it's like essential content, essentially.
2: So if, if you're it's a fan a, of a the horizon yeah. series, I, yeah. I would say yeah, one hundred percent go go purchase okay. this if you're on PlayStation Five. And I mean, if honestly it kind of hurts to say because you're not experiencing it, but if you're a PlayStation 4 player and you're like, I, I don't have the means to like upgrade to the next console, honestly, just go on YouTube and watch some of these cutscenes because the story is really good. Okay, the story is really good. So, but tr- but try to play it. Like, if you can get a console, if you know mm-hmm. you're going to get a console soon, hold off because it is a really cool piece of content yeah
1: it's, it's different yeah, when you experience it yeah 100 percent. it just it sets up everything like we know obviously there's going to be a third game it 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 falls directly into that and it's just like okay the story has been building up to this point we know it that it's going to come to a head and, and i hope they ended on the trilogy Like that would be perfect just like a cap and one more game done
0: have they said that there's going to be more DLC? I'm, I've missed if they said not that another DLC,
1: but like they basically okay. confirmed the third game is already in
0: development. Game. Okay. okay, all right, that's cool. So, so almost that that actually gives a quote unquote more value to this DLC because it's sort of it, like you said, I think Steve you mentioned, it's sort of like a bridge between the two games, and there's there's obviously enough important stuff happening here, story wise, especially that yeah, if you want to go into the third, being all caught up and everything, at some point, this DLC seems to be exactly where you need to be yes there's restrictions based on just having you can only play it on ps5 yes you have to complete the full story but hey if you're into the story you're into the story and you're gonna if you're yeah content so
1: if you're if you you're invested you already beat the game like you're already you have already picked it up you've played it So like yeah it's it's definitely it's hitting a certain market and i mean obviously playstation gamers are very passionate so they probably already finished it and yeah, br- I would say most of them are satisfied. For I've heard nothing but positive things about it. Yeah, Aside it from sense. the yeah, user yeah. scores, yeah, which unless, are
0: yeah, unless you're on metacritic. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't really. Just, no,
1: those we know. We know how that doesn't really. Okay, those yeah, guys no, live no, yeah. in a bubble, so they don't count. They're yeah. just losers, exactly.
2: <laughs> also, I want to give a, a you know a shout out to Lance Reddick. It was great seeing him back in the game. Obviously, yeah, after is mm. untimely passing, but between that and John Wick Four. Honestly, I I feel like we we didn't know what we had until it was gone. Right. Seeing his acting in that game, I was like, God damn, this guy. That
0: voice, man. That voice is just like, it's just prime acting, voice acting. uh, You know, he liked
1: liked uh, games. So like, yeah, he was there and he showed up and he like, (sighs) he played these games like, And even Quantum Break, like he was great in Quantum Break. He did the show, he did the game, like he he showed up and he did his job and like he loved every minute of it. So like, I really wish we had some time with him, but like at least we got one more game. I don't know if there's any more content coming down the pipeline, but I mean, for sure, there's definitely more Destiny content coming in the future because like for sure, Mm. I'm sure they were planned ahead for this, but yeah, it was very nice to see him. It was bittersweet yeah
0: no that's cool it's cool that he's he's still there and and you can (laughs) enjoy his awesome work so that's another another plus to the to the dlc You getting a chance to to see him do his good stuff um okay elsewhere steve uh a game that just dropped i believe today i believe it's today yeah on april 27th uh the last case of benedict fox this is a game that uh i think we saw a couple short trailers for earlier this year yeah and um it looks really cool. It looked really cool. You know, it was like really short snippets of the game. Um, it's on game pass as well. Uh, how is it, man? And, and really, what is it? <laughs> what, is what is it?
2: What is It is a really good question. Um, okay. Yeah. Because I, I think we first saw it last year at the Xbox game showcase. We saw like the, I think the brief so. trailer of it. And I was like, Oh, that, that game looks interesting. I always love when Xbox highlights the indie. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on this. And I totally forgot about it for uh, almost a year. And yeah, I'll be honest, like you guys are saying that people are talking about it. I didn't see people talk about it until this week, to be honest. Mm. Um, until like they're you know, probably the in the eventual... same
0: boat as you, or it's just sort of like it, it got lost in the shuffle or whatever. Yeah.
2: Um and, and what this game is, it's it's a it's a Metroidvania. Um okay. but uh it's it's really dark dark and uh gothic. Uh basically it, it takes place right after World War One. You're a detective, uh, you go back to your family home. And in this kind of like alternate universe after world war one uh, cultists began to kind of like infiltrate the government and kind of do these ritualistic uh, experiments trying to unlock you know the, the gates of hell or, or stuff like that so you go back to your family home you're trying to investigate uh, your father actually who may or may not have ties into this like cult and ah. uh, along the way uh, you inadvertently discover this this power where you can like leap into the minds of deceased people so you're you're in this mansion and all of a sudden you, you know you see your father's uh body there and then you're next thing you know the main uh chunk of the game is exploring his quote-unquote mind but it's very lovecraftian in this way it's very yeah. gross and icky uh, the environment you're going through um i would say like it's a lot of the environments and kind of the layout of the game remind me of Ori. But if Ori was like super oh. depressed, super into emo music, you know, like if he was like an angsty <laughs> kind of teenager, this is what the whole world You know, the post World you know, the
0: post-World War One emo phase, you know, like one of the exactly. you know,
2: <laughs> we've all been there, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at one point. But yeah, yeah. So that's where, that's essentially what you're doing. You're you're exploring, and um, okay. I was are, trying
0: to figure out like like what the setting was because. I didn't really quite know the whole like you know dive into someone's mind. At least I didn't remember or whatever. I'm like, oh, this world sure. looks very crazy and weird and dark or whatever. But I guess it's because you are going into someone else's like you said their being their their mind their exactly. you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways,
2: and, and uh, alongside you, you kind of have the I they call it the quote unquote the companion. It's this Lovecraftian creature who's almost like a uh, like a venom. Uh, to your to your uh, Eddie Brock your Tom Hardy who so so he'll like talk uh, oh, better uh, than in the that background, hope. Okay. eh? Kind of okay. It's very movie.
1: Wait, wait 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 wait. Venom <laughs> is cinema.
0: Okay, cinema sure. Sure, sure pineapple pizza no problem. <laughs> These bad <laughs> yeah. takes are just like,
1: they just they. Uh, oh god, I don't know, I don't know what to say anymore. You guys are just uh. off the rocker. Like I, 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 I like I'm I'm actually offended by the, the fact that you don't oh. think. You guys probably like Morbius. That's the problem with you guys. We're we're Morbs. We're Morbs over here. I have not
0: even seen that movie. So I. I, Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. You probably have the (laughs) DVD and the Blu-ray and the Steelbook, and you probably have it on streaming. So I don't believe that.
0: I, I have it in three different places yeah no yeah. <laughs> three Absolutely. different uh, forms of
2: media yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah no I mean yeah sorry back to the no back, b- back to back
2: to this uh this venom creature so <laughs> so you have this companion and uh he kind of like guides you guides you along the way and it helps you during combat um but yeah essentially the 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 crux of the game is exploring these uh like Metroidvania levels uh get, gaining new abilities and then you go back to the the, the mansion the essentially like the hub world where there's a whole bunch of like different puzzles, whether it's like key puzzles, dial puzzles, and you're unlocking the, the clues into how to solve them through going through the minds of these deceased people that you come across. So it's, it's interesting, like kind of back and forth where you're going through these like darker areas back to kind of like a resident evil esque mansion um, where you're just, you know, unlocking these different doors, kind of getting the story that way, then going back into the minds. Right that part really cool i'm really digging that it's the combat i Mm. oh man like i i really want the combat to be to be a a little a little better in this game so essentially the whole thing is that you have you have like a knife uh which you can like you know slash at enemies a parry system in which your your companion kind of like blocks it comes out of you and kind of blocks their attack and then after a certain amount of hits with your knife, it builds up this like meter. And once the meters uh, filled, you can shoot your gun at, at the enemy, essentially. So you have those like three, one shot, one shot, and then you have to build that meter back up. Okay. So far, I don't know if I can like upgrade it. I'm probably like four or five hours into the game. I'm still at a one okay. shot. Um, I understand what this game kind of wants to be. It wants to be a more fast paced, frenetic, hit one enemy, parry the other one, dodge shoot the thing rinse and repeat it really wants you to to play that way but the combat is probably like 80 percent there in order for you to achieve that i feel like it's just a little too Ah. sluggish a little too unresponsive where i feel like you know i'm double tapping the slash button expecting to hit them twice but you know benedict just goes once leaves themselves open he gets hit and then it's kind of just a, it kind of a, a so, wash that way yeah so
0: it's sort of like yeah like you swing but you really have to work with the animation until the animation's done and then exactly. you can do it again is it that sort of thing yeah yeah
2: okay. and then the, there's also uh so it, it it shows you when the enemy is about to attack so you can initiate the parry timing's okay. a little off okay. in, in in my opinion anyways i'm curious if anyone else is kind of running into a similar issue where i feel like it's just slightly delayed in in the responsiveness i i don't know but i understand what they're trying to go for they're almost there in in a way that i i think that would you know propel this game to be even greater than i i think it is i think it's a solid game i think it's worth at least exploring but then there are just frustrating elements to it where anytime Mm -hmm. i come across combat especially with like a boss fight there's one boss uh fairly early on where you know a tentacle comes out of the ground and. it, it, you know, it, it, it slams into the ground, but I feel like I'm out of the way, but for some reason, the area of effect on it just hits me. I go flying backwards. I'm like, I'm rinsing repeating. and I'm kind of just going through this boss based on sheer luck and kind of just Ah. forcing my way through rather than feeling like, Oh, I did all the right steps along the way to make me feel like, you know, I'm progressing in a meaningful, uh, Mm -hmm. meaningful way. So, yeah, it, it's a fun game. I think the art style is awesome. It reminds me of like Coraline or any of those like Leica, uh, yeah, animation yeah, yeah. Films. animation. Obviously, studio, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it, it's not you know stop motion or anything, but it kind of has that similar look and feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I I really dig that stuff. I love the the puzzle solving and getting the different keys and figuring out what the what they mean and. You know, unlocking the next door put me in a mansion with puzzles i'm there any day i love that stuff going all the <laughs> way back to the original resident evil yeah but I anytime say- I, I see like a room full of enemies i'm like here we go like oh, okay uh,
0: and does yeah. it feel like like is there a lot of combat or like 50 50 kind of thing like how do they sort of i mean it sounds like there's enough of it that it's,
2: there's enough to keep it feeling like you are progressing into combat and everything so basically uh a big part of it is like upgrading uh benedict uh through like getting uh what they call t- uh, ink you, you defeat enemies get ink you visit this one woman she'll ink you up with tattoos it's kind of like a really cool thing like like dark light tattoos i i, nice. I, I really dig that aspect so, so there's enough there to kind of feel like okay i've defeated you know all these enemies in this specific area of the map now i can go back Get a new ability from this mysterious woman she gives me a couple you know new tattoos and now i have like a uh you jump and then you slam into the ground it has like uh an area of fact for uh, multiple enemies so maybe by the time i get like you know three quarters through this game i'll feel more powerful i'll feel more free in the way i'm moving and stuff like that but so far four or five hours in I still feel kind of sluggish and which is
0: a decent chunk of time to not yeah quite feel like it's there yet like you you think maybe okay maybe a couple hours you know it's telling lots of story elements you know it happens yeah Uh, but yeah four or five hours it might improve but it doesn't seem like at least it doesn't sound like it may drastically change. So we'll write uh, And
2: at first I thought maybe it's just a me problem. Maybe I'm just not playing the game the way I wants to. And I, I right. tried, I, I slowed myself down. I was like, okay, I'm going to slash parry, slash again. Wait. And I was like, it's just, it's the timing of it. It's just the mechanics are there. It, they're just not lining up to how fast, they want the game to be played or how gotcha. the game wants to be played. So. Gotcha. Okay. So sort of battling itself. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I, I, I think it's worth checking out again. It's on game pass. Why not? But I don't, I don't think that is going to be the, the surprise hit that maybe like uh, Hi-Fi rush was right. You know?
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. Well, I, I, before we hit record, I said, Oh, I'm going to try this now that I saw that you said you were playing it. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot too. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear and, your thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a shot. Between that and Star Wars in the next uh, week or two, that's probably those are probably the two games I'll I'll be playing. So I'll, nice. uh, I'll I'll report back on that, and we'll and we'll we'll see how you're how you're feeling about it going forward too. So yeah. um, on the other side of things, I have been playing something that has much more dynamic, fast, and uh, very fun combat. Uh, I would say not heavily combat, but uh, but there is some of it. That's uh, Tesla Grad Two which I played a preview of, I want to say two, three months ago. It was January, February this year. It was the first hour of the game. Um, I think you could sort of play around a little bit more. So it was like an hour and a half or something, but generally you got to a certain point in the, in the story or of the map. And, uh, and that's sort of where the preview ended. I had a great time with that. I thought like, Oh, this is a really cool way of doing this. Um, I like the, the way that it looks I so like the, the music the the uh the feel of the controls and everything and then they sort of um said it was going to be out at some point in the first half of this year and then they shadow dropped it at the indie showcase uh from nintendo uh just last week so it's only been about out for about a, a week um and i played through it within it's honestly sadly i think the biggest issue this game has is that it's too short it's just there's there's more you could there's more to explore and there's more fun things to do. And I, I thought that it just didn't last long enough. Um, so essentially you're a girl that is uh, on this sort of like Zeppelin or blimp in this very like steampunk and Norse uh, themed world. And you get shot down by, I guess you can call them sky pirates or something. Cause they're on like a ship that looks like a pirate ship, but it's also floating in the air and you're off to see your family because she's holding a picture of her family and she's like, oh, I'm going to go see my family. Um, but there's no, voice, there's no voiceover. There's no text, nothing in this entire game. It's all done visually, um, which as, as it goes on actually is, is really nice. It's charming the way that they do it and, um, and all that. But uh, yeah, so you're sort of dropped in this area and you need to survive, essentially. And you're discovering the fact that this world that you're in now is kind of decimated by what seems to have been like a previous war. And you're zipping around by doing a couple of different moves. Um, you know, the the left trigger, for example, will have you slide on the ground really fast and you can sort of build up momentum when you go down hills. So if there's like a large gap that you need to jump across, um, you, you build momentum and like and I mean like fast. Like you are zipping from left to right or right to left in the screen in a second sometimes. And you just jump across and it, it sounds really fast and feels really quick, but eventually you get a sense of the movement and how the game works and everything. Um, But it's really, really cool. It's 2d and, and you can sort of move. It's a really like dynamic Metroidvania type of game, I would say. Um, But it's using, um, uh, you know, electricity and, and magnets and currents as like your abilities and the world around you. So the reason why you can slide across the ground is because you have, you know, a connection to electricity on the ground and metal that will be on the floor of buildings are in and stuff. So you're able to sort of slide around it. Um, and there's not really much of a jump. The jump is very short and very small, which is why you need that momentum. So instead to sort of help that, you have a dash, which basically turns you into a lightning bolt. And you go from A to B in like a lightning bolt. And it sounds really cool. It looks really fun. Um, and it's a way you can sort of traverse through all these really cool environments and stuff. And then you have the ability to uh, attach or repel yourself on magnets that are in the world. So a red will repel you and a blue will attract you. And you can sort of use the triggers and the, and the shoulder buttons to sort of maneuver your way around all these traversal areas that are sometimes a little slower and you have to sort of make your way through obstacles or fast. You need to combine all these different abilities and stuff to get it done. Um, So it's really one of those games. Like you you mentioned Ori Steve a few minutes ago, it's kind of like that where you have all these really tricky jumps and, and mechanics you have to swing together and, and sort of mesh together and, and in one fluid movement and and moment that literally could last nine seconds, but you're doing all these different button presses and all these different cool things to sort of make it happen. And then the second your feet land on the ground, then you've beat that section. You're like, shit. Yeah, I did it. Like, yes, that felt good.
2: I love that. Um, And there's lots of that.
0: Yeah. There's lots of that in this. I wouldn't say it's as difficult. I don't think it's, it's supposed to be as, as difficult and as, as, um, uh, not frustrating, but but that difficulty level that a like game like Ori or uh, Celeste, like those games, yeah. I think, especially Celeste, it is, it's supposed to be really, really difficult. Like that's really part of the point of that gameplay, at least. This, it doesn't go to that extent, but it has hints of it here and there. But thankfully, like those games, if you die, you're you're back instantaneously. So you don't feel like you're being ripped off of time. The checkpoint system is, is pretty uh, forgiving. So if it's a long stretch of abilities that you put together and you die in the middle of it, you're going to go back to the beginning of it. You're not going to go back to some shrine or place that you got a checkpoint of from five minutes ago and you have to do seven different uh, uh, things just to get to that one point that you died at at the the most difficult moment. So I really like that. I hate when games, especially Metroidvania games, will have you in a boss, but the closest checkpoint is even just a minute of you walking through this area. And I just... I don't understand that. If you're at a boss battle, especially, like just make that the checkpoint. Um,
2: right. Yeah, the gates of the the boss battle. Yeah. Start of the
0: boss battle. The, you know, it's fine. Don't don't have me like you know have extra health or, or chip away at what I've already chipped. Away. Just start from the beginning. I just want to I want to get the mechanics and I want to get the patterns of that boss down. Let me just keep repeating it. So in this, there's a couple boss battles. I wouldn't say they're all that difficult, but they are fun. It does vary around the gameplay a lot. Um, but it's a, it's a really cool. It controls really fluid. It looks awesome. The music is excellent. It's one of those ones that you could definitely have on the background while you're writing or doing some work and stuff. It's has this really like Celtic Norse mix style with a little bit of like yeah. It's it's really really cool and really chill. Uh, they do a really good job every once in a while. There's like vocals that come in and chime in when you're doing something that's not as hectic, and it almost feels like even though I'm doing something difficult. I feel like I'm it just makes you feel like you're 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 doing something special even though it is nowhere close to the big massive abilities that you just pulled off right before that section so there's something about yeah. it that really uh flows well with it um I it, it's pretty short I don't I didn't write down exactly how long it took me I I want to say it took me five or six hours in total um yeah and that's with like you know dying and repeating and stuff so I could because I enjoyed it so much and I thought the controls were so tight and the world is so interesting and looks fun I kind of would have appreciated a couple more hours. Um, but at least it doesn't overstay its welcome, which some games do. And, um, so it's a really good bite sized thing. I think it would work on any platform that it's out. Uh, I played it on PC, but a switch would be great. I think it would still look good handheld. Um, there's not too much busy stuff and small text and enemies and things like that going on that you can't play it on a smaller screen. So it would look really good on, on handheld devices as well. So, yeah, Tesla Grad too. Uh the review will be up on uh, console creatures. And uh, it is a great game. Also, I have some video on the review as well from the preview, which is the first initial um, half hour to 45 minutes of the game that I played at that time, and which is the same half hour to f- to, to hour that is the game. So that's how I realized it was cool. the beginning of the game. It's because yeah. I started this again when, oh, OK, it actually oh, gave is which familiar. was interesting, it actually gave me the option to pick up where I left off on the preview, which it, I, I didn't think. That. Yeah, it was I great. that
2: stuff.
0: Yeah. So I, I started it just to be like, oh, is it any different? And then I played 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, no, it's the same. And then I just picked up where I left off, which was which was great. I thought that was that was awesome. I learned. I didn't have to relearn a couple abilities that I already remembered how to do. They're not di- dif- to the difficulty where, like we were talking about with Horizon, where it's like, oh, I'm fumbling too much. It literally took me like a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, okay. So this is pretty simple. It's a couple triggers and then X button. and That's pretty much it. So Yes, I recommend Tesla Grad 2 to anyone out there that wants a little bite-sized game like that. Um, And then my preparation for uh, the latest Zelda uh, game that will be coming out for Switch is not going back to Breath of the Wild, uh, not going back to anything too recent. I have never played Majora's Mask before, so I am going through it for the first time. I shelled out the 50 bucks, I think is what it came down to, for the year of the N64 on Switch. Oh, okay. Um, the expansion pack, which, you know, I, I, yeah, sure. I'll pick up a couple of Genesis games and stuff, you know, here and there, but really I wanted to like, just play a really good version of this game that was tight. I think all the bugs in the N64 stuff has been long worked out. There's other games on here that I want to play. Uh, I also have my excuse of having an N64 podcast separately. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm just going to justify it expense through that. It. Yeah. I gonna just, <laughs> I'm going to spend it through myself. Um, yeah. yeah, so, so that's, that's how I'm playing it. Um, And I will say that I do really enjoy the game, but I don't know that I would enjoy it as much if I was playing the original version on the N64 because without save states and without being able to every once in a while look up something that I just cannot figure out, like a small side quest or something. I think if I played this in 2000 or 99, whenever it came out, I honestly think I would be, just racking my brain a little bit too much because the mask system I really like, I love how they've expanded upon what our of time did. And I love how there's all these, like you're essentially playing a different character every couple Mm -hmm. of minutes and especially every dungeon. Right. Um, so I love that part of it. Um, I think that's really interesting. They all act differently. They all have different abilities. All that stuff's really cool. Um, but all the sort of like side quests that require these extra masks and hats and things like that. Um, I don't know how I was supposed to figure out most of these. And this is like old man yells at cloud kind of thing. But I just like, maybe I would have figured it out as a kid, but I honestly don't know how I would have figured this out as a kid. Because some of them I was like, I I need to get, I think it was, I think it was a bomb bag where I could carry bombs for the first time. And I need to, on the first night at midnight, go to a particular part of the way for the old lady to come by. And I'm just like, how the living shit am I supposed to know that only within that one hour on that one day, I can't show up on the second day, can't show up on the third, has to be at midnight, and has to be in the evening. How the hell was I supposed to know that? Unless I missed a really big clue that was previously there, very possible. But I don't understand how that could have possibly happened.
2: So um, I'll, I'll take I'll take you back to uh, when I was in, in grade school, this, this game came out and 100% of it over time. I'll tell you exactly how Prima guides. You just, you, yeah, you had the Prima guide next to you, flipping through it. It was like, okay, hit up this, uh, this mission because at, you're, you're just talking about like, in my opinion, one of the most simple, like, side Oh, absolutely. This
0: is like the first one, essentially. There is,
2: there is one that I, I don't even understand how someone can create, like, figure it out for a guide. That's how right. complex it is. Right. That's how, right. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's the love like story one.
1: Yeah. yeah. And That's to me, anyways, then, yeah, just built like that. They're like, how, like I don't know. Just like some of the games from the 64 and the PlayStation, know, they're like these uh, like very, I don't even know the word to describe it. Like, they're just so precisely obscure that mm-hmm. I'm like, who thought of this? And I know. Zelda's a perfect game for that. Like Majora's mask has moments like that. It's like, who thought of this? In yeah, and, general, and I like think
0: I, I like I understand what they're trying to do. Like I, I do think that maybe there's a little bit too much extra stuff and extra masks to do. It feels like so far. I'm just getting started on the third dungeon, which is the water one with the Zoras and everything. Yep. So i I've, yeah, I I've been that. a decent yeah. A, yeah, I've been a decent way through. Then I look at the sort of like screen where it has all the masks and stuff. I'm like, there's a lot of gaps in here. There's right. no way I'm going to find most of these, never mind all of them, before I finish this game. So I don't know if that means I'm like underpowered, but I definitely will not have the right amount of like hearts and magic bar probably because I'm not going to be doing as much of the extra stuff. Because honestly, like, I want to figure it out on my own. One, oh, we're just talking lot, about how we don't have a lot of time yeah. to play games. And two, Yeah, and two, I I just, I want to finish this game and I want to talk about it on my other podcast. I want to like talk about it properly and experience this game for the first time. I like it. I think this, like this, Ocarina of Time, the gameplay, the style of it, I think it's great. It's those little moments in between where I just am having a really hard time. I I wish it was possible. I don't, I honestly, like you were saying, Steve, you were saying before, I don't think it's possible to come up with a solution to some of these things. And I don't understand that approach at all. I really don't get that
2: design. No, and I think that's a really fair uh, critique and criticism of it. Again, I'm going back to just being a kid and having the the Prima Guide for Ocarina of Time and then picking up Majora's Mask and just grabbing that day and date and just flipping through it because I was such right. a nerd for everything to do with those N64 games, but I, I totally agree with that I think half that game is just so obscure in its puzzles, in its timing, everything that you would either have to dedicate an entire year to be like, okay, uh the first day i'm going to spend the entire day over in this area of the town now second day same thing i'm going to stand right there and just watch different characters interact with each other that's the only way you would naturally yeah. solve some of these puzzles but if
0: that because sometimes you have to go across half the map yep. just to figure out one small little detail that will open up like the bomb bag was necessary
1: Right.
2: to
0: go into the area, never mind the dungeon, but the area to get to the dungeon. Yeah, And I'm like, I, I just, like I saw like a big, I think it was like big boulders or snowballs or something. You have to sort of break or whatever. I'm like, okay, this is a Zelda game. It's it's like Ocarina of Time. I know right. I need bombs to break these. Yeah. That's fine. How do I get the bombs? I started walking around. Honestly, after 20 minutes, I was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm looking this up. Like I just have to. And then, yeah, you basically have to trigger an event in order to do a necessary item. It's not a this is not a side quest. And I just yeah, anyways, I'm going to keep going in circles. Regardless of that, I do like this game. I I honestly think aside from that, those decisions, those like probably maybe archaic is the wrong way to say it, but those dated sure. decisions of 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 uh, game design don't work for me. But everything else has been doing that for me. its works. Um, I like the dungeons. They're fun. Uh, even doing the side quest is fun once I know what to do. Sure. So it's not like, uh, like for me, I don't really like being spoiled on movies and shows, especially if it's something I'm looking forward to. Like I kind of try and avoid those. Like, so, you know, that's fine. But when it comes to a game that I really just want to experience and something that's been around for 25 years that I have, haven't experienced, I'm okay every once in a while getting some hints here and there. Um, yeah. and it, like we've been saying, it just feels like it's necessary. So I, I'm enjoying it, Steve. I know that it's like your favorite or one of your favorite zelda games so
2: yeah just based on like the content i i'd say that probably majora's mask and the breath of the wild just based on like what it does but yeah oh man that it, it does suck that um you are torn between you know naturally progressing through it or doing you know the quote-unquote the cheater way of going through a 100 percent guide or something because the incentive at the very end when you do get all the masks is so good is so Ah. iconic in my opinion it's just one of those things that when i think of zelda i think of that moment as a kid doing the thing and it's not like the koroks and breath of the wild where you get all the koroks and then some characters like here's a piece of shit for you fuck off like it's
0: one of like (laughs) here's another one
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's such a (laughs) stupid cool moment that i don't think will ever be replicated for in in zelda games in my opinion anyway and that's what solidified the game of being. In the upper echelon it was like oh okay i went through the monotony of grabbing like the bunny hat or whatever i
0: got the bunny hat that's when i i i think i almost got that on my own and then there was one thing i was like wait Am I doing this right? And I just didn't want to run in circles. I just, right. you know, I I, I I, want to get through this game and whatever.
2: But some Anyways. of the, the masks are fun to get. They, they, the they abilities are really stuff, they're, cool. They're fun. Exactly. Yeah. But then other ones are like, oh, I have a rock face. That's cool, I guess. Uh, but by the end I of the I have the big game, one.
0: When, I don't know what that does yet. I don't know, I don't know what I the, don't the hell that thing does. I don't the big does. one. Uh, you um, put it on and he literally just starts sniffing. He's like,
2: that's right. Yeah. I was, he, he sniffs. That's it. I have
0: no idea what it's for yet. I don't know if I'm going to figure it out but it was like the first one that I got. Yeah. I don't remember how I got it, but I got it. So, <laughs> But even those
2: like weird obscure ones by the end when the thing happens, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this was worth okay. it. This was a fucking And, and I don't one. know anything
0: about how this game yeah. progresses really. Like I've, I've really at the time for whatever reason I never owned it and I just was off to something else, playing something different at the time, whatever it was, right? Honestly, it was probably No Mercy. I was probably just playing WWF No Mercy the entire <laughs> 2000. So, um, and 2001 and two game. and three and Good four. Game. Yeah, can't blame you. Um, So, yeah. So, I. oh, and that's another thing, sort of like when you're, you're sort of talking about the way it ends and stuff. I do like the way that it starts. I do like the story. I do like the fact that you are not just like save the princess, uh, Link save the princess Mario. Like it's not that story, and I like that. It it's fine if it is. There's nothing wrong with that. But right, you know, Arcane of Time for not largely, but partially is like help me, Link. You know, sure that that story has been done five hundred thousand times in games. This is sort of like this. It is sort of like save the world. I mean, it's you know, with the moon crashing down and everything. Um, but uh, but I, I like the way it starts, I like the way it progresses. I like the fact that you are not Link pretty much right at the beginning. All that kind of stuff is really right. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's uh,
2: dark, it's scary, it's yep. depressing at times when you know the third day comes and you're just interacting mm-hmm. with the town members and they're like, Well, oh, this is it, moon's coming yeah. down. Like, yeah, man, it, and, it, and Skull Kid has heavy. like this
0: weird, quirky personality, but it's also oh. dark what a you know? cool yeah,
1: character he's, he's a he's one of the best characters the series has ever seen it's i just yeah i agree such a shame yeah. they never were able to pull up a sequel or something i mean it, or
0: so, yeah some way to sort of link <laughs> link uh that use the mask I
1: mean, for something else right uh, yes
0: yeah, something like that the mask but i know like zelda's sort of what, like i mean uh, with the upcoming
1: game it could tie in we're just dropping it there who knows who knows that would be cool knows, right? i yeah, mean that if that would... If it's at the end of the timeline, anything goes. I'm thinking. So who knows?
0: Maybe they're gonna do a multiverse thing
1: too.
0: (laughs) Bring everything together. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Everyone's got a multiverse now. Why not? Why not Legend of Zelda?
1: (laughs) I mean, technically, it is kind of it. It Kind of is. I mean, it's
0: it's like there are two timelines. Game game one's not the same as game four. You know, it feels like they're all. It feels like most of the games are not connected, at least to me. (laughs) But I also have not played all of them, and I don't follow the story super deeply so for me it's like I know Ocarina of Time and Majora's Masks are very much connected like literally okay. they take place right after each other mm-hmm. fair enough but like if I played this and then played Breath of the Wild I I, I don't see these as the same character like I don't like yes neither it's did, Link but to neither me neither does
2: Nintendo but <laughs> I'm, right at this point definitely not yeah so it's no. like
0: I don't know it's fine they can they can open up a portal and uh, and things can happen I'd be up for that Um, I I'd, it'd be cool to see someone like skull kid and and the abilities that you have and stuff in a new engine you know yeah. in a new looking because it's so style this game is so stylish it just you know it's 23 years old at this point so fair enough it, it looks the way it looks um it does look a little a, a little sharper and stuff on the switch on, on the 64 uh emulation of it so you know they you know it's sort of like the up i think 3ds version is probably my guess is what they did um, gotta be yeah yeah i think so so it definitely looks a little sharper which is good the lighting is not so muddy and things like that so that helps because like you said it is kind of a dark game um, but uh, yeah so I will I'll, I'll check back with Majora's Mask it's probably going to take me a few more weeks to kind of finish it I've been playing it off and on for about a week and a half now nice. and uh, yeah I'm, I'm in the third just about to start the third dungeon so I, I don't know what that's roughly halfway maybe two thirds something like that I how two long thirds. I, yeah but and I know there's four dungeons I can tell just by the masks <laughs> <laughs> and how it's social- and and what the sort of four different areas I need to go to and stuff. Yeah. But I'll uh, we'll see how much side stuff I get done before that. But yeah, nice. okay. So that's what we've been playing. Um, let's talk a little bit about some uh, not so great news. Uh, we just found out within the last few hours that a pretty large and impactful, um, you know, gaming reporting website and uh, and team have been completely let go. Uh, waypoint which was run by and owned by vice uh, vice let a bunch of people go under under their staff and uh, waypoint was one of them there are i don't know the exact number in front of me i don't have the exact number in front of funny how many people lost their jobs but regardless as of june 2nd 2023 uh, people like patrick klepek which is the first name that comes to mind for me and yep. waypoint will be no more and um this is one in a number of outlets that have either been shuttered or harshly slashed as far as staff goes and uh you know it's sadly the way that a lot of media in general has been going over the last i would say decade um and games media is part of that um clearly because there are so many people that this is happening to on a number of levels regardless of what position you have and i know that we we could we could you know cycle through like oh why would this happen how come this how come that but honestly like this sucks, right? I mean, plain and yep. simple, this this is shit.
1: It's the, the worst thing that could happen. That's basically what it comes down to. It's, it's C-level executives who have no idea what the fuck they're doing running the show, <laughs> calling the shots, because all they're looking at is sales figures and numbers, and they understand nothing about how life works. They're just sheltered old white men that don't deserve their jobs. And that's the fact. And I would like to be proven wrong. It's it's the same fact over and over. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Everyone would love to be. Yeah. It's, it'd be nice if that was not the case. But that, at least that's what it screams. You know, that's what this stuff, this kind of stuff always screams. And it's not like this isn't shit. And you're not saying what you said, Bobby, because it's waypoint. It's because of the industry and because of who these people are and the good work that they did. And, and we'll probably continue to do. But it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I don't know, Steve. I, I know we're kind it's, of all on the it's same crazy page. Stuff. Yeah,
2: no, no, we, we definitely are uh, all on the same page. It's it's definitely a heartbreak. It's definitely, uh, you know. It, it's, it's not surprising. It becomes, no, exactly. It's become so common that, you know, we, we, we saw it right before we were um, uh, going live and everything. And it was like, yeah. It, it, if it wasn't today, it was bound to happen, unfortunately. like it, it just feels like every major outlet that isn't like an IGN, even IGN goes through layoffs uh, from time to time. But, yeah. I, yeah. but yep. I, I'm saying like any kind of Washington Post was another one that that laid off. Yes, you know, that's the one I was it's thinking it's of, media, yeah. Fan, uh, fanbyte, it's like any major publication that is owned by like an umbrella company that doesn't necessarily do video games Mm -hmm. will inherently face this at some point, because unfortunately right now, when you look at the media landscape, they look at, you know, okay, well we got to save money. We want, we got to save money or we want to make more money. And what's, what's first on the chopping block, video games and content creation. And that's just the unfortunate truth right now is that, as 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 media as, as as video game press as as writers you know uh everyone here we're trying to legitimize what we do um whether it's, a, it's in the form of like a hobby uh thing or career-wise we're tr- always trying to legitimize this as video game journalism matters um and it just sucks because every time i read a story like this I'm just more and more incentivized to just not write about video games. I mean, right now I'm like at a point where I'm like 50, 50, where I just do like a lot of tech stuff and then I'll do video games every once in a while when I'm able to, but the more I see, like, even if, if vice can't do it when they had waypoint and it was super successful for many years that, you know, you talked about what Patrick Klepik made the the 2016.
0: So it was around, it's around for a while. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: if they can't figure it out, well, what, what? I know <laughs> you know you know Let, like it's so
0: it attracted it's so great fun. talent so what's yeah. the problem you know right. like are, are, are people like us and the general I mean we're still the general public but you know what I mean sure. like people that would consume something that Waypoint does or IGN or whoever it doesn't matter like sort of the larger things or fanbite where it was owned by another you know larger company and stuff like are we not it's not on us necessarily but I mean like are we not T- like showing them enough that we appreciate and lo- and like the work that they do and be like, look, there's value here. Like, what do they need to know that is going to have these places continue to survive? Because they should, because they do work that shows appreciation mm-hmm. for the work that we all enjoy, which is video games. You know, right. like their job isn't to just be, isn't just to write a review and be like, Hey, I like this game where I didn't, which I know we sort of have just been doing in the last 45 minutes, but at the same time, but, but that's not where it starts and ends. And it's just like there's more to it than that and there's value and the people that make these games and are in this industry deserve to be talked about and 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 the, they deserve the respect just like the people that talk to them to write the stories about them you know what i mean like it's this it's supposed to be a handshake and and exactly. they're not treating it that way
2: and, and i think that that's the inherent problem is, is is the value proposition and the unfortunate truth is that when you look at the the audience the the, the native audience of video games when they look at what 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 is the value of a website right now it's lesser than going on tiktok and getting a 45 second review of something we just did you know like when we talk about you know the last case of benedict fox or something like that even us having a 10 minute conversation on a podcast that is accessible it's free is still of less value than something that's even more condensed and accessible and free, you know, like it's and quick it, it, and will be forgotten about in two it's, seconds, it's you know? That
1: plus everyone hates games journalists. That's that's the that fact. Too. They've that, been turned huge... into like martyrs yeah. now for, for their craft and they they're either paid shills or they're stupid or they don't know what they're talking about. And the fact of the matter is that the general public don't care about anything that a games journalist does. They don't they don't follow it. Well, because not, you can, yeah. they can see, yeah, you can see what happens when they post a review score that they think is too low or too high for something. And then they'll harass the person.
0: God well, forbid uh, someone has an opinion. But
1: well, then you go to, you see them following like vile YouTubers who, who have no idea what the hell they're <laughs> talking about and try and put their own review out. And they're like, yeah, he makes sense. But no, the fact of the matter is, well, content I, I think creators are, really are not good... the right people to, to to critique a game. They're just people who are churning out game reviews for clicks and really they don't know what they're doing and i'm not saying that's all of them there are some fantastic content creators who have very valid critiques and nuanced uh, techniques to report on them but like for the majority it people just do it because they they think that they're smarter than the average reviewer yeah
0: and there's a balance right. there there's there's nothing yes. wrong with with you know there's you know you don't do one or the other or one is necessarily the only way to do it or the other but there's there's no right or wrong it way. Sure. It's just that yeah, the, yeah.
1: the appreciation is not there for the the medium, and that's that, that's one. That's thing. what it is. Right. That's I, what the I, bigger. I think thing.
2: any form of of content, whether it's written, uh, a podcast, a, a TikTok, a YouTube video, and anything like that, it's all valuable as, as an objective standpoint. To the I mean, right when person it comes to the audience. The consumption of that it's not a level playing field. There's there's definitely yeah. You know preferential treatment and everything and bobby, oh you could write I, the best I, review I, in
1: the world but yeah as soon as you, if, if no one knows who you are yeah. they don't care
2: exactly yeah but or I it's the game that they think one, is a yeah no no, thing, no go ahead go ahead uh, uh bobby that you brought up which is the general audience and it is inherently it's kind of like a chicken and the egg thing where massive media corporations they're scared to put games up front and center which then you know Makes the general audience not really know nor appreciate video game mm-hmm. press. Case in point, I, I we brought up the Washington Post, and I want to bring them up again because Gene Park put his preview for Tears of the Kingdom up the other day, and I saw that he he tweeted at some point. He was like, "Hey, it, it got so much traction from the video game audience that is now on the front page of the Washington Post, but in doing so, gathers garnered so much attention from the general audience that." the comments were just flooded by people who didn't really understand video game journalism. Just be like, why is this here? Like, right. They're just so, they they don't understand, you know, that video game journalism has the same rightful places like sports or entertainment or movies or anything like that. Well, it is entertainment that's what it is (laughs) because it's the exposure of it. Like so many of these corporations are so scared to have a video game editorial or review on their front page cuz they're like oh this is new you know the the older audience isn't going to get this they're not going to understand why overwatch 2 matters but then when it does matter to get to the front page they're like what the fuck is this I, i've yeah, never seen <laughs> <laughs> you know well yeah
0: cuz i mean you, you take you take uh, uh you know if if my parents were one of those people that opened up the page and saw that it was a general um, preview review of any video. It doesn't matter how big or yeah. small it is. And it, it was right there in the front of whatever page it was that they normally would get their news from. I think they would be confused. I don't think they'd be upset, but they'd be like, oh, that's interesting that it's there and not in the section that it's supposed to be. You know, that's sort of right. like, you know, maybe I would get the question from them the next day, but like, oh yeah, I was, I was on the, you know, Washington post website. And I I saw, There was like a a, like they would know they would kind of recognize the name the word Zelda and be like oh I know that's a video game yeah (laughs) that's pretty much as far as it goes for them um and they'd be like oh that's that's interesting how come it was there is it like did something happen like that's what they they would think that something bad happened
2: Nintendo bankrupt I don't even I I
0: honestly like the word Nintendo would have to be on there for them to know (laughs) that that was a Nintendo game because they don't know the difference they're they're the they're the meme of like I got my kid an Xbox I got my kid an Xbox I got my kid an Xbox and they're all the same or I got my kid. Uh, a Nintendo and it's all the Nintendos they're just called Nintendo yeah. um which you know it is what it is but yeah but like the, the general audience that isn't you know didn't grow up as a gamer or whatever I, I could see that absolutely um being the thing and and it's you know gaming is much bigger than I think the average person realizes based on how much money it makes how many people are involved how big of an industry it is for people to have jobs whether they're making the games or reporting on them. Um, or, or, you know, even working for publishers, working for, uh, whatever it is, you know, a uh, PR firms, like all these things, there's so much involved in it. And I think people just think like, oh, it's a few people that made some electronic stuff on their computer and, uh, people that, you know, used to play super Mario in 1993, uh, still kind of like it now. And like that's, yeah. you know, and that's a certain generation, I think, and a certain uh, group of people that would have that mindset. Um, and that's, I, I don't know i don't know if that's the the only problem it's i, I know that's not what you're saying steve but like i what do we like i I don't know what to do like these people deserve to have their jobs they deserve to report on games they deserve to have a relationship with developers and publishers it's it's fucking bullshit man it yeah. really is um and they're not the only ones you know they're just no. the latest yeah and well, one of the biggest it. so
2: i mean all we can do is keep on advocating for Gen- video game journalism you know
0: yeah yeah exactly so that's what we're gonna keep doing keep playing some games we got zelda coming up i got star wars pre-downloaded on my ps5 we're gonna keep going majora's mask um uh benedict fox and uh we got lots of stuff coming up soon so um until that time consolecreatures.com is where you can see our work steve everybody can find you online where
2: yeah you can find me basically everywhere at svigvari
0: there we go uh bobby we got some fun stuff coming up on the website too some reviews and things like that how's uh how's everyone finding us
1: you can find us at consolecreatures.com console creature on twitter console creatures on instagram and real console creature creature okay creature. Can't even talk, guys. real console creature on facebook and we're looking at some new avenues so stay tuned because we just are figuring out yeah, we're trying to.
0: Yeah. We're trying to. <laughs> it's not an OnlyFans,
1: uh, so don't worry. Dave's not doing that. Tried.
0: Don't worry, we won't break the system. Yeah,
1: no, we're doing above the board. Like, we're, we're, we're legit. We're legit business.
2: Was well, a feed finder then, right? Oh yeah, yes. yeah no,
1: no. That, that's that's Luke's business. I can't do that. I can't talk
0: about it. So, uh, <laughs> well, YouTube as well. I didn't mention off the top of the show like I did last time. I completely forgot. Um, you can find this podcast on there and also gameplay videos. Uh, also, when we reference the way things look like we did with Benedict Fox, for example, um, you can see some of that gameplay. You can see some of the trailers and stuff as we're talking about it. So it's a good place to find those as well. Uh, Console Creatures on YouTube. But until next time, everybody, have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Bye
1: guys.